Good evening. Today we'll be studying the fourth and final chapter of Hilchot Sota, also the last chapter in Sefer Nashim. In this chapter, we'll deal with um, a number of different dinim in regards to Sota, and um, Harambam will close um, with a very nice um, and really good advice um, in regards to a husband and wife and the proper home a man should. Um, try and build and the environment um, in which um, he should behave with his family members, including his wife. Hilchot Sota Perek Dalid, Halacha Aleph. Bahamisha Asar Ba'adar, Nifnin Beddin Torche Harabim. On the 15th of Adar, um, the Beddin Hagadol um, would clear their schedule pretty much and conduct um, the public. Uh, affairs of the Tzibur. And among these public affairs were um, the Isha Sota. Even though um, the process of the Sota can be done at any point during the year, uh, typically the 15th of Adar um, was set aside for anything um, that the public needed um, f- for the Betin. So among those items and among those things, again, um, the sota would be checked, um, and have and would drink the mehamarim. Also, um, those women that the bedin would warn on behalf of their husband, for example, um, as we mentioned in Perek Aleph Halacha Yod, that a husband that became deaf mute, the bedin can warn his wife on his behalf and can warn her enough to have her divorced and not collect the ketubah. The kanela ulhotia. so again, yes, the bedin can warn her um, and does warn her on this day of the 15th of Adar and can um, have her divorced from her husband. Uchol zeman mashkinet hasotot, but at any point during the year, the sota can um, drink the mehamarim. Ve'en mashkinet hasota el bayom, but the sota can only drink the waters only during the day. And the entire day is valid for a sota to drink the waters. And two sotot are not um, to be um, are not to drink the mehamarim as one or at the same time, because the pasuk says that the kohen um, has the woman stand. Um, in the singular, implying that she has to be on her own and not to have the Kohen drink two women at once. Halachabet. Sota she'amera eni shota mehamat yira'a v'fahad yeshlalach zor velomar hareni shota. If there's a sota that comes and says that she refuses to drink because she is afraid, um, she has the right to come back and say that um, she wants to drink if she desires. But if she says um, that I am not going to drink the waters and she is um, healthy and it is not, be- and she says, and she doesn't say this because she is afraid, she cannot come back and drink and say that she wishes to drink because this is like um, a true confession if she simply says that she doesn't want to drink and she says it without being afraid. Halakha <laughs> gima. 
If she says, I do not wish to drink before the Megillah um, is um, erased, her Megillah is archived and put away. And that Megillah is invalid to have another Sota drink, drink from it after it is erased. And her Korban Minha is thrown or spread on the Deshen. The Deshen was a place near the Mizbeach that all that, that all the dust would um, be collected on the Mizbeach Deshen. Um, is the dust of the firewood of the Mizbeach. If she says, she ref I refuse to drink after the Megillah was erased, um, we compel her and force her to drink um, the waters, even if it is done not under her will. And we compel her and caution her that she must drink the waters. And we tell her, our daughter, If you are so sure that you are pure and you weren't defiled, stand by your word and drink the waters. And don't be afraid. Because the mehamarim are just like medicine that is placed on raw flesh. If there is some type of injury or blemish on it, the medicine would cause the the bruise or the wound um, or on the skin to return to normal. But and if there isn't a blemish or a wound, the medicine won't affect the skin at all. If she says, um, I was defiled and I had relations with the man that my husband warned me not to, um, even it, though the Megillah was erased, the waters um, are poured out because they don't have any Kiddusha, and her Minha is again um, spread out on the dish. And this is in contrast to the previous where the woman said any um, shota that she refuses to drink but in this halakha the woman said and admits to being with the guy um, that's why um, even though the Megillah was erased um, the waters are um, are simply spilled and we don't compel her to drink halakha he Megillah sota ketava balayla kisula a um, a a megillah the sota that was written at night is invalid. As the pasuk says, the megillah should be written. And then he has the woman drink the water, and then he brings um, the korban on behalf of. And the woman brings the and the kohen brings the korban on behalf of the women. Just as her her korban is brought in the day, so too the writing of the megillah. And her drinking of the waters must be during the day as well. If the Megillah was written out of order, it is invalid, as the Pasuk says. And these imply these meaning these words that were written, implying that it must be in order. If he um, writes the Megillah before she 
um, accepts the oath upon her, it is invalid, as the Pasuk says, that he has to have her swear and make the oath, and only then uh, does he write the Megillah. Halakha vav ketavah igeret pesula shneemar basefer. If the Megillah was written um, as an igeret, um, an igeret is in contrast to, as we mentioned before, the uh, Megillah Tzotah must be written like a Sefer Torah. Uh, for example, it has to have Sirtut. So if it was written as an Igeret, um, for example, again, not having Sirtut or any Dinim um, that would differ, that would, um, any Dinim um, that would make it not like a Sefer Torah, it is invalid, as the Torah says, in regards to the Megillah Tzotah. It has to be Basefer, it has to be in um, in a scroll, implying that it has to be like the scroll of a sefer, um, like a sefer Torah. And if anyone forgot, the uh, sirtut that I mentioned are the lines that are scratched in the parchment, um, kind of like underlines um, on the scroll of the sefer Torah. Ketava al pesula If the Megillat Sotah was written on two columns, it is invalid, as it says, basefer, um, like a scroll, meaning one scroll, not two or three scrolls or two or three columns. And it may not be written on paper or papyrus or leather that was not fully tanned, that's diftera. Rather, it can only be written on a fully tanned scroll, as the Torah says in regards to the Megillat Sotah, like a scroll, like a book, um, implying that it must be a full-fledged scroll. But if it was written on paper or um, a diftera, again, leather that was not fully tanned, it is invalid. The Torah says in regard to the Megillat Sotah that the Kohen must write it, implying that it may not be, that if it was written by a non-Kohen, or a Kohen that was a minor, it is invalid. Halakha zayin, ena kotevah lo bakomos velo bakalkantos velo bechol davah sheri shomo nikar veomed, ela bidyo sheen bo kalkantos sheneemar vechatav umaha, ketav shehu yachol lehimachot. The scroll may not be written with komos or kalkantos. Komos and kalkantos are types of um, sulfur that um, would, when boiled or cooked, um, they would come out a shade of black, and they were permanent. So if it was if the Megillat Sota was written with this type of ink, or anything that was permanent, um, um, it ha it is invalid. Rather, it has to be written by something that isn't permanent, as the Torah says that the scroll must be erased in the Mesota and it can it, and it can and it, only ink that can be erased may be used. And if it was written with some with some type of permanent ink and an ink that cannot be erased, it is invalid. As we mentioned um, in the previous chapter, the Kohen Gadol must the Kohen sorry must erase uh, must totally erase the scroll of the Sota. Um, if so, this halacha clarifies that if there was some type of writing that was not erased, it is invalid. Rather, the scroll has to be totally um, erased. Halacha he? Halacha, sorry, halacha het. 
כתב אות אחת ומחכה, וחזר וכתב אות שנייה ומחכה, עד שישלים פסולה, עד שתהיה כולה כתובה. If the Kohen wrote one letter and then erased it, then he went back and wrote another letter and then erased it, until he um, writes and completes the entire scroll, it is invalid, rather he has to write the, he has to totally write um, the scroll um, from beginning to end without any letters missing for it to be valid. If the scroll is written not for that same woman, for example, if the Kohen um, got confused and wrote it for another woman, or if he was writing the scroll simply to learn and to study how to write, or if the Kohen erased um, the scroll for a woman other than the sota that has to be, that is about to drink, um, or that was not the scroll was not written for her, um, it is invalid. If the Kohen wrote two Megilot for two Sotot and he erased both scrolls in one cup, or he, or yes, or if he erased both, if he erased them in one cup or um, in two separate cups and then mixed the waters in one cup, and then he ha had the women drink from this from these waters that either again it was um, the, the the megillah was mixed into one cup or it was poured the, or it was erased in two separate cups and then poured in one cup, um, and he gave it to them to drink. It is invalid because neither one totally drank their own megillah that was again dissolved in the water. Alachatet mehakan lish. Uh, no, Mechila, I just read that. No, Mechila. Halacha Tet. Mechakan lishne kosot, ve erevan, ve hazar vihilekan bishne hakosot, lo yashke otan ve im hishka kasher. If he erased the Megilot in two separate cups and mixed them and then uh, split up the water in two separate cups, he should not have them drink from it. But if he gave it to them to drink, it is valid. If the waters were spilled, he must write a new Megillah and bring new waters to erase the Megillah in them. If the water was spilled, but there was still a little bit left in the cup, he should not have her drink the rest of it. But if he had her drink whatever was left over, it is valid. Okay, if there was waters of the sota that were left overnight, um, it becomes invalid, just like anything uh, that is sanctified uh, by one of the vessels of the Bet HaMikdash, as Be'ezat Hashem will see in Hot Bet HaBechira, Perek, um, Perek, Perek Gima. And as we mentioned in the previous chapter, the Mesota were spilled from, um, they were spilled into um, one of the mechila, yes, it was spilled into um, yes, it was spilled into the keli um, heres that was property of the bet hamikdash.
if he first um, put dirt before the water, um, it is invalid, as you mentioned in the previous chapter. Um, the water first must be in the cup, then dirt is spilled inside. But if you did the opposite, it is invalid. Halakha yod. If there was not, not if there wasn't any dirt in the hechal, he must bring um, dirt from outside and then place it inside the hechal. And then he takes from that dust that is on, from that dirt that's on the ground, and then he puts it into the water. And he can't bring dust. Rather, he may bring um, something that rotted, which is like um, dirt. And the Kohen cannot shovel dirt and then take um, whatever dirt he shoveled from and put it in the waters. As the Torah says that the dirt has to be from um, the ground of the Mishkan. But if he did dig um, and bring um, and bring from bring dirt from what he dug up, it is valid. If he first brought the korban minha and then and only after had the women drink the waters, it is valid. If the minha became tameh before it was placed in the vessel um, belonging in the Beit HaMikdash, as we mentioned before, her minha is first put in a um, in a kefifa mitzrit, I believe it was called. Yes, kefifa mitzrit. Um, and then it was placed from the kefifa mitzrit into the klisharet, which was a vessel, the vessel again that was used um, in the Beit HaMikdash. So if it was um, if it, it became tameh before placing it in the klisharet, um, it can be redeemed. Um, it can be nifda, just like any of the menachot that are that be, can that become tameh before being placed in the klisharet, and she brings a another and a different minha. Um, when I mention when the halacha says harizo tipade, basically means that she has to bring um, money. Um, that is brought as a donation to the Beit HaMikdash, um, pretty much in exchange for the Minha that became Tameh, in order for... in order for the Minha to um, to shift its status from being Hegdesh and to make it Hulin. And the, the money that she gives pretty much takes the place of the Minha. So because it became Tameh, we don't want it, obviously, to be brought. And um, if someone donates something to the Beit HaMikdash, they can't really um, simply not give it. Therefore, she redeems um, and exchanges the money for the Minha that was Nitma um, before it was placed in the Klesharet. If, however, the Minha became Tameh after it was placed inside the Klesharet, inside the vessel, belonging in the Beit HaMikdash, which in which case we would not be able to do this um, pidyon, 
um, the minha must be totally burned. So too, if she said that she is teme'a, that she had relations with the guy that her husband warned her not to have relations with, before the minha um, was nikmat, as we mentioned in the previous chapter, uh, the process of um, the minha was that the Kohen Gadol would take a handful um, called, and that, that process was called kemitsa, so we would take a handful of the flour and throw it on the mizbeah. So if she said teme'a, if she said she is teme'a um, before the Kohen did, um, took the handful of the flour, or if she says that she, or if she refuses to drink, and she says that she refuses to drink, or if her husband does not wish to have her drink, or if um, witnesses that um, saw her have relations with that guy come forward, or if the guy that she had um, relations with died, no, Mehila, Oshemethu, I think, is referring to the husband. Yes, yeah, so if the husband died, or if she died, in all of these cases, the minha um, would be burned. And, and all of these cases are cases in which the women would not drink the waters. But if um, one of these things occur after the comets was brought on the Mizbeh, the Sheyarim um, are not eaten. The Sheyareh HaMinha um, is whatever is left over after the um, Kemitsa was done, and the Kohanim would eat whatever was left over after the Kemitsa. Halacha Yod Gima. Haya Ba'ala Kohen. If her husband was a Kohen, and Sheyareh um, the Sheyeraminha are not eaten because her husband has um, has a part in it because he is one of the Kohanim. And typically in a regular Minha, um, the Komets again was brought on the Mizbeh and the Sheyarim were eaten by the Kohanim. But a Minha belonged to a Kohen, the entirety was brought um, to the Mizbeh. And the minha is not totally um, burned by the fire of the mizbeah, like a typical um, kohen brought, a typical minha brought by um, a male kohen. Because she um, has a part in it. Rather, in this case, again, of the husband um, who was a Kohen, the Kometz, um, the handful, is thrown on the Mizbeach and brought alone. And the leftovers of the Minha are um, thrown on to the Betadeshen, which again is the area of the Mizbeach that the dust, that the, sorry, that the ashes of the wood was collected on. If we find that um, that the witnesses that um, that the Edeh Kinui and Edeh Sitira were false witnesses, for example, if 
um, two other witnesses come and testify that they saw this woman at the same time that the other two witnesses um, claimed to have seen the women um, being secluded with the guy. So if um, her, if again, the witnesses that caused her to be in this case, again, the Ede Kinoi and Ede Satira are found to be false witnesses, her minha um, becomes Hulin. Um, because this this case is hekdesh um, korban ta'ut, and in a case of hekdesh korban ta'ut, something that was designated to be a korban that was a mistake, eno hekdesh, it is not hekdesh, um, it is not designated, is not is not considered designated, and this is a rule there's at Hashem that we'll see more explicitly in Hilchot Arachim Perek Vav. Halacha Yod Dalid. If a man warned um, his wife um, regarding many men, and she was secluded with um, each and every one of them, she bring, he brings uh, one minha um, collectively for all of the men um, that she is going to drink the water for. As the Pasuk says, the Qurban Minha is a Minhat Kinaot, a Minha Ahat, the Kinuyin Rabbin. That one Qurban Minha is brought for many warnings as Minhat Kinaot. The Kinaot here is in plural. Halacha Tet Vav. Now we'll move to another topic that um, the husband has the right to throw in more items in her shivua. Um, for example, that she never had uh, forbidden relations with um, that guy with whom she was warned about. Um, and also that she didn't have relations with someone else that he named, or that she never had forbidden relations while still married, um, whilst in his, yeah, while they were together, from the time uh, he did Kiddushin to her up until the time that she was Nisua, and also that she didn't have um, relations with anyone other than him while, um, or, sorry, after she was um, Nisua. But have the right to throw into this shivua and have her swear to the fact that um, she didn't have forbidden relations before the Irusin. And not after she was divorced, not after she was divorced, if he, sorry, not after he divorced her. Provided that he divorced her and then he remarried her. Because if she did have relations during these at, at one of these times, she would not be forbidden to him. In any um, forbidden relations that she has, she wouldn't be forbidden to him. He cannot have her swear or attest to that. 
לפיכך, הלכה ט"ז, אם קנס יבימתו, therefore if he um, um, married the יבמה of his brother that passed away, אינו מגלגל עליה שלא זינתה כשהייתה שומרת יבם, he cannot add um, into her שבועה and have her attest to the fact that she did not have forbidden relations while she was שומרת יבם, as we mentioned, um, שומרת יבם is when she was designated to be with the Yabam, that in this case, if she had relations, she would, she would not to be with the Yabam. But he can throw into the Shavuah and have her attest to the fact that she did not have relations while married to his brother. Because if she did have relations while married to um, his brother, she would in fact be um, prohibited to be with the Abam because she would she was forbidden to be with um, her with the deceased brother again if she had forbid if she had relations with someone else. As we saw, yes, in Hilchot Yibum Perek Vav. Also, if he divorced her and then remarried her, he can have her attest to the fact that she did not have forbidden relations while married to him during their first marriage. So too, he can have her attest um, to something in this Shavuah in regards to um, the future. That she, can, she won't have um, forbidden relations while married to him. And that um, she'll, she won't have forbidden relations after, um, if he, if he, yes, if he remarries her, in if he divorces her and then remarries her. Therefore, if she does in fact have forbidden relations in the future, the mehammarim check her. And the same things that we mentioned that happened to a regular sota, what happened to her. And for this, the Torah said, Amen, um, twice. That the woman responds to the Shavuah. Amen, Amen, That the first Amen is for this man, and the second Amen is for another man. Amen um, Nesu'a, Amen Arusa. And Amen while she is in Nesu'a, and Amen for while she was um, in Arusa. As we mentioned, he can have her attest to the fact that she didn't have relations while she was a, an Arusa prior to the Nesu'in. Amen Lesha'avar, Amen Lehaba. And Amen in regards to reference to things in the past and for things um, in the future. Now, Harambam will close Hilchot um, Sota with um, the proper way um, a husband um, and wife should behave and avoid the situation of the sota altogether. Mitzvat hachamim al b'nei Yisrael lekanot lin shehen. Hachamim instructed the Jewish people, um, namely Jewish men, to have kinui to their wives. Kinui, as we mentioned, is to caution and warn them um, whenever there is a suspicion of forbidden relations, and not to have um, suspicions of forbidden relations and improper or promiscuous behavior simply um, pass by um, and go unnoticed. 
as the Torah says that a husband should caution his wife. And any husband that cautions his wife in any case that he suspects her um, of forbidden relations, um, his mind becomes clean and um, becomes pure and um, would cause him to have a peace of mind and to um, lead um, and yeah, not to have any suspicions that his wife is behaving improperly. And when he warns her, he should not do so jokingly and should not do so casually and not do so, and he shouldn't warn her um, in a casual or lighthearted way, and he shouldn't warn her while in the midst of um, an argument, and he shouldn't warn her in a way that would intimidate her or cause her to be afraid. But if he violates what Hachamim said and um, warns her in the presence of Edim in one of the manners that we just mentioned, that husband, again, should not warn his wife in one of those ways. It is considered a valid warning. A husband should not um, be overzealous and run uh, to warn his wife in the presence of Edim from the outset. Rather, he should first caution her um, only in the in, only in her presence, um, calmly um, and in a way that um, that is pure and in a way that is cautioned and in a way that she would be receptive to him. In order to guide his wife on the proper path and to remove any um, anything that might cause her to stumble. And also, anyone who isn't any husband or any man that is not um, meticulous or doesn't care so much about um, his wife or his wife's behavior and the behavior of his children and the behavior of the rest of the people of his household and um, and caution their ways and again um, keep them in check and make sure they um, are on the right path until he truly knows that they are on the right path and um, and clean from any transgression or violation this husband of the household is himself um, transgressing. As the Pasuk in Eov says, um, and you shall know that you're, that there's peace and um, proper behavior in your house um, and that you and that you check your home and your family, um, for them not to do any transgressions. And with that, we close Hilchot Sota, and we also um, close um, Sefer Nashim. Baruch Rahamana Desayyean, um, Baruch Hashem, um, that has help, helped us uh, complete Sefer Nashim. Hashem will be beginning Sefer Kedusha tomorrow.